Welcome to Love Amped, an exploration of healing others through healing ourselves. Check out loveamped.com for additional resources and support. Blast into self-love, the journey to revolutionizing your inner world. The online course by Seth Pearson of Love Amped is available now at loveamped.com. In this program, you will evolve to a fully self-compassionate version of yourself by identifying and growing in self-love areas that have been holding you back for years, maybe even your entire life. We will learn about the concepts surrounding emotions and how to address those emotions through journaling and self-reflection. We will face our fears to transmute them into positive thought patterns that stick for life. All this in 15 easy-to-understand sections with videos, journaling, and exercises for you to try at home. Blast in to self-love. The journey to revolutionizing your inner world. The online course by Seth Pearson of Love Amped is available now at loveamped.com. Love Amped. Hello, my self-love warriors. Welcome back to Love Amped. I'm your host, Seth Pearson, and this week we are talking with Taylor Welling, an incredible woman that has overcome so many obstacles, and specifically through the use of psilocybin mushrooms and using other psychedelics, she has been able to touch upon emotions that have not been able to be felt or expressed for so many years and able to release the shame through that experience. She was able to talk to herself in an absolutely kind way and nurture her inner child through that process. And as she explored and went within herself, she discovered the beauty of life. She was able to be connected to life. And in this episode, we also talk about antidepressants and the tough journey that that seems to be endless if one does not take action with them and how that can affect someone's life in many ways to stop emotions from being processed altogether from being detached from one's body, from lowering one's sexual desire or completely removing it. And throughout this episode, we hear how Taylor's philosophies have evolved and changed in life and how she now views the universe as this unlimited, limitless potential of energy. It was just so fun walking around Green Lake and talking with her. So absolutely enjoy this episode and take it in. Taylor Welling! Hi. What the heck? Uh, Taylor, did you... I mean, did you expect this to be happening today? No, not this. Not talking about this on your podcast. No, I didn't <laughs> expect that to happen. And, it, and what the best part is that I didn't expect it either. Is that we just kind of happened to be here at 
first Greenlight. conversation ends up being about this. <laughs> yeah, it was just, just like a good time for about over over a year. Over or a so. year for sure. We haven't spoken at all. <laughs> and now and now we're straight up going around Green Lake, going around this at one of my favorite places in the whole gosh darn Seattle United States of the America. Taylor, we're going to be talking about your recent developments. Yes. And, I mean, for those out there, please, fill us in. What's been on your mind? On my mind? Jeez, I guess, like, I don't know. Are you going to edit this? Not at all. You're not going to edit at all? I mean, if there's something that you say that you're like, could you just like remove that one spot? Okay. You really got to tell me because let me tell you, on Aaron Mary Hughes' episode, I completely forgot to edit out a 10-minute segment. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had to re-upload it. And it was hilarious and a honest mistake and all is well. Well, I mean, (laughs) should I just talk about my my experience, the first one and the second one, and just start from the top? Oh, absolutely. And give give us some context to why you're going for these experiences. Anyways, you know what you're doing, Taylor. You got this. Well, so I had been wanting to try psychedelics for a long time, like years and years. Um, I was afraid to because, well, I wasn't afraid to, but I was just cautious just because I have a history of mental illness and anxiety and stuff. Um, But then I kind of got to a point in my life where I felt like I was comfortable um, and that it would be safe for me to try them. Um, And so... Basically, I got a hold of some ALD-52, which is an analog of LSD. Um, I got it from, like, a research chemical site. Um, is it okay for me to just, like... Yes! Okay. All of it, Taylor! <laughs> okay. Um, and so, anyways, got some ALD-52. Um, I took about half a tab. I think the tabs are, like, 100 micrograms or 120 micrograms. So, like, 50 or 60. Um, I just wanted, like, a real dip my toes in type experience um and so I ended up taking it and I would say honestly within the first like 20 minutes 10 or 20 minutes I actually started to feel something which was a little surprising to me um and then I don't know it just sort of turned into this like feeling of like love and happiness and like the universe like cradling me or something. Um, I don't know, that's the only way I know how to describe it really, but uh, something I definitely remember, it, it was a while ago, so it's like kind of, well, like less than a year ago, but still it's like hard to remember exactly like what went down, but I would say that um, I cried a lot during the experience, but it was like happy tears for the first time in my life, which was really powerful for me. Amazing. Like I had never, I had never cried happy tears in my life ever before. Um, and it was just like, I remember just like laying there and like we were listening to music and stuff. And uh, I just remember laying there and having these sort of like visuals related to the music. Like it was like water and like shapes and like flowing stuff. And then I just remember just like, I just started crying. And I also was laughing. There was a lot of, like, laughing and crying at the same time, Mm -hmm. which was really weird. Like, it was really cool, but I just remember, like, crying, and I was crying because I just felt, like, I felt so 
happy and like it felt so like pure and like just this feeling that I had never felt before like when I'm sober like not to say I'm always like sad or anything but it was just like a just like very special and then I started laughing because I thought it was like ridiculous that I was just like crying because I was so happy and it was it was just like all these different emotions but um it was really cool and that would just randomly happen throughout the trip and like a little bit later I started playing Spyro the Dragon which is like one of my favorite <laughs> one of your favorite games yeah it's one of my favorite games growing up and I started playing it um and basically I played it for a few minutes and I was like oh wow like this is so cool and then I just I started crying again because it just like reminded me of my childhood and I wasn't crying because I was sad I was just like crying because I realized like how important and like formative that game was to like my identity and like video mm. games in general and it just like made me see that bigger picture I guess and so I was crying because of that and then um later on I was like just looking through this book it's called like we ate the acid and it's i don't remember it's by this artist this guy who like drew all these things while he was tripping and like it's just like fun stuff to look at basically mm -hmm. and i don't know like what prompted it exactly but um i just had this really profound moment where i feel like i sort of like healed some of my childhood trauma that like i had never been able to look at or heal from because of just the circumstances in my life because like my brother died when I was seven and then my mom you know at times was like emotionally abusive to me growing up and so my childhood was just very traumatic and unstable and I never really got the chance to be a kid I kind of had to like be my mom's parent basically like she didn't really mm -hmm. parent me mm -hmm. um, and so I had like a really profound moment um, where basically I felt like, uh, for the first time in my life, like I felt self-love, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. it was this weird moment where I, I feel like I remember kind of just a vision of me kind of like in this dark space, but like, not like an ominous space. It was just like an empty space with just me, and it felt like I had been like seen for the first time in my life, mm. like by myself mm -hmm. and by something else. I don't know exactly what that other thing was, but you know, like the universe Ooh. or something. Ooh, like, okay. Yeah, you were seen by yourself in the universe, kind of as a whole, almost yes. like a fully total understanding. Yeah, of who, uh, I, who I am. Yeah. Like without, you know, without the other parts of my identity, just like yes. sort of the essence of my the essence. being there it is there like, it is the essence yeah just That's like the it's like it was just the essence of my being oh like my isolated in this space and i don't know for the first time in my life like i just cried and cried and cried it was like it was like the most beautiful and like cathartic cry i've ever had in my life it was like for the first time i acknowledged and like something else the universe or whatever like acknowledged like my suffering and everything that i've been through and it's like it's like all those times that I didn't get to grieve, I got to mm. grieve them in that moment. And it felt like when I was crying that I was just like purging all of this like trauma basically. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, it was just, I had never experienced anything like that in my life before. And like, it was like, it was really, really profound. Um, and yeah, let me try to think what else happened. Um, I would say, like, walking away from, like, that that was probably, like, the biggest 
highlight of that trip. I mean, the whole thing was like amazing and it's a, it's a trip. So I went like all over the place and stuff, <laughs> yeah. but you know, that point, like, I don't know. I felt like when I came out of that, like, I just felt like I had sort of like something was lifted off of me, like deep mm -hmm. inside me, like some weight that I had been carrying around like almost my entire life. Mm -hmm. It's like it was lifted off me and I wouldn't say that it was like I completely healed from it or anything, but it's like I sort of scratched the surface and like opened that possibility up mm -hmm. for me to actually like examine that and understand it and feel that grief and like heal yeah. from that. Yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, it was just like incredibly, insanely profound. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe you should pause it because I'm trying to think. They, uh, Taylor, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. What is what, what? is her to think about? You're trying to think about more I'm trying more to think what else, the... like, happened on that trip. It's so, mm -hmm. it's hard. I wish I would have, like, written it down. Oh, that's no And worries. I would say that, like, my subsequent trips that I do in the future, I would like to write it down, I guess. Just, mm -hmm. like, because I want to take what I learned and, like, you know, apply it to my life mm -hmm. in a way that... I can. It's hard if you don't like remember the details, but I remember like the feeling and like. Yeah, I mean, if, to me right to now, me. you are remembering the trip. Like, yeah, there's always like, gonna be more ways to get a little more out of, squeeze yeah. more out of a thing, and it just sounds like you got so much. I did. From yeah. This. I feel like it was. I took like just enough where it was like. I've read online that people call it kind of like a museum dose where like you just kind of get to take a look. It's like Love you're that. you're peering over the edge, like you can see yes. the veil, you don't go behind it, but you yes. you can see it's there and it's like you start to see just the surface and like everything that is possible for you to I guess experience and yeah. like that trip like I feel like it like turned me into like a psychonaut basically because it was <laughs> yeah. like I saw this and felt this you and it got was your like wings. yeah it's like I I just scratched the surface but it was like okay now I really want to know more like when yes. I'm ready obviously yes. like I wanted to take all that in and process it and incorporate mm -hmm. it in my life but then you know I don't know it just was like I can I could tell that even though that experience was so cathartic I could tell that like wow there's a lot to work through here like yeah. where do we <laughs> Really begin like I feel like uh, yeah. that's why I had that super cathartic cry because I feel like that's kind of like a barrier yeah I guess like a barrier the, in my you life were, you were blocked yeah like this barrier in my life preventing me from like understanding myself and connecting mm -hmm. with everything and appreciating everything in like the fullest capacity like you know that's like the big milestone traumatic event of my life so far and yeah. so it was so formative for me it was like something that I held on to and in some way it like let me let go of that a bit. I exactly. Guess. And how would it how would it affect the other relationships in your life? I feel like um that trip like made me walk away, I guess, just being more understanding of people in general. It's hard for me I can't remember exactly like what part of the trip kind of made me experience this but I know it's like a common thing when people mm -hmm. like trip is you know you feel like I would say when I did shrooms I felt more of that interconnectedness but like on LSD like I guess I don't know it just made me feel like everybody has like their journey and like mm -hmm. their story and everybody's like going through something or has gone through something and so like I feel like it made me just like want to appreciate 
like being in the moment more and like being understanding of people and like connecting mm-hmm. with them more because like you know especially like my job at like a restaurant and stuff like just getting irritated mm-hmm. with people who are like rude to me and like mm-hmm. all this other stuff but sort of realizing that like it doesn't really like matter I guess like obviously mm-hmm. it a lot of things do matter and I would say like my shroom strip which I can talk about in a little bit I would say that yeah. showed me even more that like everything matters but mm-hmm. like in terms of relationships with people, just, like, I guess just being more understanding and realizing that, like, if somebody is, like, rude to you or something, it's probably because that they're they're going through something. Like, that's, like, as, sometimes it felt like, feels, like, corny to, like, say it, even though it's mm-hmm. not. Just that, like, mm-hmm. they're going through their own shit, just like I'm going through my own shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they do something rude to me, if they lash out at me, like, that's not necessarily, like, a reflection of me. It's, you know what I mean? It's just, like, a reflection of them and, like, their circumstances, I guess. And so I feel like it made me more, made me want to be more understanding of people. And obviously, like, that's something that, like, at least for me, like, you don't, like, have the trip and then come out of it, like, oh, I I just understand everybody and, like, nothing bothers me anymore or anything. It's, like, when you first come out of the trip, it's, like, I almost had that feeling where I was, like, wow, like, this doesn't bother me, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, as, you know, real life comes back in, it's, like, yeah things do bother you but I feel like you have this transformative experience that kind of it just radically changes your perspective and so Mm -hmm. it allows you to be open to seeing all kinds of situations from a different angle and like you know being more open to stuff and people and experiences and not being so judgmental I guess like is a big part of it yeah oh amazing (laughs) and you also mentioned that there was an element of self-love in that trip. Yeah, so that, I mean, yeah, that was probably the most powerful part of the trip for me was, like, I would say that both of my trips have, like, helped me, like, immeasurably with self-love in ways that, like, nothing else has ever been able to do just because, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, basically, like I said, I felt self-love for the first time in that moment where I was, like, crying and being cathartic and stuff. It was, like, I mean, to be honest, like, I've grown up with, like, really low self-esteem and, like, I've had, you know, depression and just, like, all kinds of, I've been, like, suicidal before, like, you know, just general, like, hating on myself kind of thing, thinking I'm not good enough, no matter what it is, like, just my general function in life, like, feeling like I'm not capable of doing Mm -hmm. things that, like, other people are capable of doing, and I feel like that experience kind of let me acknowledge that, like, wherever I'm at like that's okay and that I've had these experiences that have shaped me to be who I am and like maybe I'm not in the same place as somebody else but that's because I've had my own unique experiences and like that's okay that that makes me who Mm -hmm. I am you know what I mean like yeah um I guess like I think self-love at least for me is like definitely going to be like a lifetime journey for sure just because I had like a really rough start with that and it's still like a daily struggle for me but Mm -hmm. I think having that moment where I like saw myself and like acknowledged that like everything that's happened to me it helped me like be more understanding of myself I guess is what I would say like um, would you would you say there's a connection to the more of the understanding of yourself with understanding others Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I would say that, like, that experience helped me understand myself and others better, but I think that 
in understanding yourself better, that helps you understand other people mm -hmm. too. Like, because I think that your own understanding of yourself maybe in a way kind of like limits you in terms of how you can understand other people, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, like, it's like the depth of knowing of yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. The depth that one can go of other people. Yeah, and like we were talking about, oh, I had like that sort of like blockage or whatever, and it's, mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, it, it's weird, like when you have that experience of like self-love, like as cliche as it sounds, I guess, is like, you have that experience, you love yourself, and I felt like truly that like opened me up to being able to spread that love to other people in a way that I don't think was possible until I had tripped, because mm. I had those like, you know, things holding me back, I guess, from, I don't know if that's even the right term, but yeah, I think you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you, when you can't love yourself, it's like, you can still love other people for sure. Like, I think it's bullshit when people say like, you have to love yourself to love other people first. But like, mm -hmm. truly, I do think when you can be more gentle on yourself and just accept yourself for who you are, that like frees up so much of your energy. And I, it almost feels like I want to exude or I do exude like this different energy now where it's mm -hmm. like I just want to I've experienced this love for myself and that's so powerful that I want like other people to experience that too I yeah, guess nice. like radiating it yeah and it's all like the time. because those experiences came from tripping it's one of those things where it's like if some of my friends haven't tripped but they seem open to it I'm like you know I like to talk to them about it just like hey like this is such a beautiful and powerful experience. It's like, I wish I could share it with everyone because yeah, right? it's so powerful that like, I don't know. I mean, like it truly is like transformed the way that I like see the world and think about mm -hmm. things, um, especially like my shroom strip, which yeah. I guess I can. And we're talk, just transitioning right into talk that. Talk a little bit about. Um, <laughs> so I would say that shrooms I was like a little bit more afraid to do shrooms just because I know that like they're different, you know, like you, they get, you can get like really in there and sometimes people have like, they're just like heavier, I guess is how people have described them to me. And I would say that like on my LSD trip, there was like, on, when I was coming up, I did have some anxiety and like, I remember kind of like at one point I wanted to just like lay down because it was like so much like at first it like felt really good and I was like rolling around on the floor and like <laughs> smiling and laughing and then it was like whoa I just need to like lay down and like turn off the lights and then yeah. for probably like 30 minutes or something just laid there in the darkness and it was like it kind of became too much and I feel like I had to change gears basically mm -hmm. to like I was kind of going down this path of like I don't know how to describe it, just a path that I didn't really want to go down. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. just like sort of unpleasant, anxious feelings. And so I just like changed gears on that trip and then like it was yeah. great after that. Yeah. Um, and how, I guess, how, did, how did you change gears there? Um, I turned on the lights and that's when I started playing Spyro. Oh, that's, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, cause like the person, the person I was tripping with is like, has done a lot of psychedelics, like mostly shrooms. Um, and so they were like, they could, I guess, see that maybe I was kind of like bothered. And so they were like, hey, let's just do something else. Like, why are we laying here in the dark? Let's mm -hmm. do something else. And so, yeah, I started like playing Spyro and that just like changed the whole trajectory of things. Um, and I guess that kind of translates to like my shroom strip where I sort of like, I guess I'll get to it in a second, but like mm -hmm. there's that, ex that experience of like changing gears, I guess, and how that radically changed the experience. Um, mm -hmm. But 
when I took shrooms, my come up like was kind of, it was kind of shitty, like compared to like acid, like I took it and honestly within like 20 minutes or so I was like feeling it and it felt stronger than acid. Like it came on differently. I was like, okay, like mm-hmm. I'm get, I can already feel myself like lifting off a little bit mm-hmm. and like, you know, I had never experienced shrooms before. And so it was scary, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be scary, but obviously you don't know what to expect. And so I guess I was just really anxious on my come up with shrooms. And again, like I kind of laid in the dark for a while and I don't remember exactly what was on my mind, but it was just kind of just general anxiety. And I remember thinking like, why the fuck would anybody ever want to take this? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I had this moment when I was coming up where like, so in my room, I have this like RGB light that like cycles between the colors Sick. and I don't know exactly how this is relevant but I just remember like I remember staring at that light when I was like feeling anxious Mm. and I just had this like epiphany that was all of a sudden like you know I basically saw like two roads for this trip to go I was like you know I can like stay on this path of like anxiety blah blah blah, Mm. or I can just decide to not have that experience and it's like that was so profound for me like I know it sounds like cliche and like I grew up with people saying that like you know like you can just like change your mind like change your attitude or like change your experience or whatever and it's like sure whatever like it's easier Mm -hmm. said than done obviously Mm -hmm. but in that moment literally like it was like my mind was like blown because I was like right now I can just decide to have a good trip and I will. And I was like, and this, my whole thinking, and I started like talking to the person I was tripping with, just being like, this applies to my life. It was like, why? I was literally like out loud, I was like, why would I ever be in a bad mood when I don't have to be? Oh my God. And I know that sounds so like, it sounds so like simple and obvious, but like, I didn't, you know, when you're kind of like pulled away from yourself a bit and you have this different perspective while you're tripping, it's so powerful because it's like, you do realize that moment to moment in your life, a lot of the times you are in a way choosing to respond how you do. And that's not to say like, you know, bad things happen. And like, of course you're going to be like upset about them. But like, Mm -hmm. for me, like I sometimes have problems with just kind of being like emotionally reactive to situations and like Mm -hmm. issues with kind of like anger and like frustration. Mm -hmm. At, at times where it's just like, I know that like, it's not appropriate. It's like pointless. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. hurting me. And so that like, that experience made me realize like, holy shit. Like if I'm ever in a moment where I'm like mad or feel like I'm getting mad, if I wanted to, I could just be like, I'm not going to be mad right now. Nice. And I would say that that was really powerful. And like, I've tried to translate it into my real life, but I would say that that's like a really a slow process because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like it's like rewiring your brain basically. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but the fact that like I had that experience that showed me that that's possible was incredibly profound. Like, wow. I don't know how to explain it. It was like, it, it became like so black and white to me where it was like, why would I ever be upset yeah. if I don't have to be? Like, yeah. I don't know. So wow. that was like the first chunk of that trip that was like really crazy Mm -hmm. Um, and would you say that that kind of goes into identity oh yeah for sure like I guess well what exactly do you mean like if you if or myself identify as being a person that has a hard time in life 
that like oh I like identify with a group of people mm -hmm. that are angry if I identify with a group of people that are sad if I grew uh, like identify with people being with people that are misunderstood right. w w could that potentially just be a cycle that mm -hmm. keeps one in that realm oh no for sure I think so I feel like that's kind of something that I'm like getting into I guess was sort of mm -hmm. the next step of what I was going to talk about it's mm -hmm. like um so that part of the trip was still kind of coming up I feel like and more grounded in like reality I guess uh -huh. like I don't uh -huh. know what I don't know what reality is That's after tripping but like <laughs> you know um, same here it was more it was more grounded in like a day-to-day -day experience being like oh if I'm mad <laughs> that like something happened I don't have to be you know very yeah daily life kind of thing and then it kind of progressed into this basically I feel like the typical thing that a lot of people describe when they do shrooms is just like feeling this like really powerful like interconnected feeling mm -hmm. feeling like there was something else there like some mm -hmm. almost like a, a sentience or something mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. which is hard to describe like I don't know exactly what it is but basically I feel like I I only took um I took like 1.7 to 1 or 1.7 to 2 grams somewhere mm -hmm. around that range yeah, so like yeah. now like a now like range. a full blown like you know ego death type <laughs> thing but like yeah. just enough but uh sorry I feel like I I'm trying to like articulate myself yeah, and it's yeah. hard. Taylor you're just killing it right now. You're just it's like hard on to remember fire. all these things. Okay, good. <clears throat> yeah, you are going in quite a quite an in an awesome sequence. Just making here. sure you can like follow me. Oh, I am stuff. right here with you. Okay. Um let's see. Oh, I guess it sort of like progressed into from from kind of pulling out a perspective of my life and being able to like, oh, I can like choose how I feel about stuff to like fully having this almost like detached experience. I wouldn't say almost like an out-of-body experience, but not like, not like literally like I'm like outside my body, like looking at my body, not in that sense. Yeah. More yeah, just yeah. like, you know, the separation of my consciousness from my identity. Yeah. I would say. Nice. Was, yeah. Like, yes. And that was, uh -huh. that was definitely like the most powerful part of the trip was that <sighs> whole time where I was like, I guess the peak of the trip where I kind of, where I did like sep felt this separation between my consciousness and my identity and when my consciousness yeah. separated yeah. that's where I felt that that oneness and that connection with whatever that is you know like yes. you've, you've experienced it before oh, you know absolutely. what I mean like when I'm saying some sort of like sentience or whatever like mm -hmm. when I was talking to the person I was tripping with I felt like I was almost like it feels kind of ridiculous to say it but I felt like I was like channeling something almost like just these thoughts coming mm -hmm. out of my mouth just about like like life the universe and everything and like how it works and it felt like yeah. I was just like so articulate and that it was like flowing out of me just mm -hmm. like basically these things about just how everything is like connected and like <sighs> I'm trying to like figure out how to articulate it just yeah. that yeah yeah I love it. um first of all I guess when I like separated from my identity I just remember thinking like it's like I was thinking about my identity separately, like I said, and so I remember just thinking about things that I thought defined me, like, you know, mm -hmm. I don't like bugs or something mm -hmm. like that, or, like, things that are yes. difficult for me to do, and I just remember, mm -hmm. like, or something that makes me sad, that kind of thing, and I just remember, like, 
thinking, and I was saying this out loud, like kind of laughing, like that it was so ridiculous in that moment to even think of the concept <laughs> of me. Like the concept of yes. me was yes. so absurd because it was like all these things, like when I say like, oh, like this thing makes me sad or I don't like that, it was just like, it was like I was reading off a piece of paper, like a character oh, sheet yes. or something of like uh-huh. all these things that I think <laughs> make me who I am, but it's like the deep part inside of me, the actual essence of my being was like <laughs> separated from that and like looking at that and just being like, this is like silly. Like, yes. not that, you know, not that, not it's, that it's silly, silly <laughs> but just like in the grand scheme of things that like, it's pretty silly. Yeah, it's pretty silly. And like looking at that and just being like, that's not who I am. Like, it's absurd to think that these things really matter deeply yes. you know like my favorite right. color or something or even like yes. like I love music it's so important mm-hmm. to me but even the music I listen to or something it's like yes. it's like these are just these attributes on this character sheet of yeah. a character named Taylor like yes who in that moment like I didn't really I didn't identify with it was like mm-hmm. I know that like that's me I guess but it, was, <laughs> it was just really weird it's hard yeah. to it's hard to explain but it was really cool um, and like for me as somebody who is like I'm very in my head like I'm an overthinker I'm like mm-hmm. I analyze things like I'm very introverted like you know I think about everything like so yeah. in depth and like that's a good quality sometimes and other times it's like it sucks honestly yeah and so like to like I'm so like wrapped up in my feelings and like mm-hmm. this identity and stuff so to have that experience where I could like step outside that identity that was so profound for me like I know I keep saying the word profound but like Mm-hmm. That's the only word I can think of for it, really, because it yes. was like, I feel like that was another experience where it made me kind of have more self-love because it was just like, you know, maybe I don't like this thing about how I look or like mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not as good at this thing as another person or I don't have the job I want to have or whatever. And like that experience made me realize like who fucking cares? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all those things like while they're, you know, important, I guess, in your, like, waking, sober life to be part of society and stuff, like, at the end of the day, they don't have any bearing on, like, your value as a person or, like, Mm -hmm. a being or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that was really powerful for me, Um, just talking about kind of, like, identity, like you Mm -hmm. said, I guess, like, I Mm -hmm. feel like it helped me realize that, it helped me, it made me change my idea about what identity is altogether. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I guess I identify less now with those things that I thought mm-hmm. made me who I was. Like, not that they're not important to me still, but like, you know, like, I've always kind of felt bad because, um, like, growing up in school, like, my teachers and stuff always told me that, like, oh, like, you're so smart, like, you're gonna be able to do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then when I actually got to, like, college and stuff, I don't think I really liked college, and I never really liked school that much, mm-hmm. and I just was kind of lost, and I feel like I've been lost, like, for most of my life, mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, what do I want to do with my life, whether that's a career, or just, like, what do I want out of life in general, like, what's important to me, yeah. what makes me happy, and I feel like that trip made me realize that, like, maybe I'm not like super ambitious and that's, that's okay. Like Mm. it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Like you don't have to be ambitious to be, you know, to matter basically. Like, 
yes. which was really powerful for me because I've always like I always compare myself to other people like mm. again like talking about before like how I have my own story and my own circumstances and so does mm -hmm. everybody else but mm -hmm. when you're like surface comparing between other people it's like you don't really consider those things you're like mm -hmm. this person's prettier than me this person has mm -hmm. the job that I want to have why yeah. do they have it and I don't like yeah all these things and like honestly stuff like that has made me like suicidal like many times in my mm. life like I it, I feel like it sounds really like shallow but I think it is pretty normal like you know mm -hmm just you compare and despair and like mm -hmm. it really sucks and so I feel like that experience basically made me realize that a lot of that stuff I mean none, none of it matters I guess is what mm. I've is what I felt like in the trip like obviously mm -hmm. it does matter in your life but I just remember thinking like another point in the trip where I was like there was two paths I could go down was like the path of like nihilism versus nice. the path of like everything matters and yes. I remember the person I was tripping with um like basically I feel like they they definitely kind of guided me you know because I was I yeah. feel like I sort of was going down like the path of like nihilism at some point where I was just yes. like like truly I saw like nothing matters and like I didn't mean that in like a dark way, but it yeah, was just like Yeah, but you were just like, well, nothing matters. Nothing matters. That's like, it. yeah, basically yeah. like and it was like that was like a refreshing perspective, but also, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of got down this path of like this is, gets really out there, but I'm sure if you've tripped, you know what I mean, that like good and evil or whatever, like these forces are like yeah. the same thing because uh -huh. it's all connected and it's just like these I don't know, like it's, it's kind of hard for me to talk about this because I'm always somebody who has been, like, not spiritual, I definitely know. not religious at yeah. all, like, very skeptical. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been open to these possibilities, and I'm sure yes. that's why I was able to experience that when yes. I was tripping. But nice. that's why I keep saying, like, this sounds ridiculous to say because there's still part of me, I think, that, yeah. like, judges me oh, yeah. for having this experience, you mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and so I would say that my shrooms trip was truly, like, a spiritual experience for yeah. me. And I would never have described myself as spiritual yeah. before that. Yeah, Taylor a year ago would have never said that word. No, know? no, not at all. Like, um, <laughs> literally and the first just, time I've heard you talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> just that, like, that, like, interconnectedness that I felt. Like, it felt so real. And I, for the first time in my life, I felt like I was feeling like I was a part of something that was bigger than myself and bigger than anything that I can comprehend or understand. Like, mm -hmm. that, just that feeling of interconnectedness like I said and how you were talking about like how that relates to other people and stuff I feel like shrooms really helped me I guess like understand more that connectedness between people and like mm -hmm. it was really weird like I feel like I'm going off topic of what I was talking about nope, before. No you are on topic. I don't know we're kind of I just remember I think I'm kind of reliving the trip as it went so kind of yeah all over the place but Absolutely. I remember like this feels silly again but I remember having this moment where I was like in the heat of this like everything's connected type thing and I remember looking over at the computer chair mm -hmm. and being like me and this chair are the same thing like like you know what I mean cool. like not not like physically on earth yes we're not the same thing but like yes. in my mind it was like we're made of like similar particles and mm -hmm. like I don't know. It feels ridiculous to say it, but yeah. do you know what I'm saying? I know like, exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like I, I literally looked at a chair and I was like, me and this chair, we're connected and like we're the same thing. And as ridiculous as that might sound, 
it was like not and it, I don't think it is yeah. anymore either like right, right. it was really powerful just like, like it just is yeah just like yeah it just is like yeah. I feel like that's another thing was like oh. whoops said another one I don't know like <laughs> something like so mundane like that where it's like you actually see the interconnectedness and the beauty in it mm-hmm. and it's you can look at a chair and be like I me and this chair we're all part of this same thing whatever it is like this yeah. fucking cosmic I don't even know what it is like yeah you know like yeah exactly it's I don't know it's it's hard to articulate it but um I had a thought and now I lost my thought well okay this chair they're all part of the same thing it's all uh interconnected it just is oh I guess when I was talking about before like seeing kind of like two roads like nihilism or whatever I don't know what you call the other road but um just basically I was kind of going down the path of nihilism, but the person I was tripping with was kind of like, you know, they were like, I was saying like, nothing matters, like, but it was not, it was like, nothing matters, like, that's awesome, you know, but then like, the person I was tripping with was kind of like, are you sure that nothing matters? Like, you know, like, think about that. And like, then I feel like I got taken to the other way where it was like, okay, because everything is connected and Mm -hmm. everything is one and like, we are all one, Mm-hmm. To say that nothing matters, it's like everything does matter at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like all these little day-to-day things, like I was talking about earlier, like your favorite color or if like you got in a fight with like your friend or something, it's like those things don't really matter that much, I guess, like mm-hmm. depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like every single moment, every blip on the radar does matter. I can't, I can't articulate it's, it. Correctly. It's, I mean, t- Taylor, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're, you experience that dualistic kind of experience of the fact that, well, if nothing matters, then everything. Yeah, matters. basically that's where it was. It was like, it was like, oh shit, like nothing matters. And then it was like, oh wait, because of that, everything does matter. Yes. And that was like, that was really powerful for me. Like, um, I, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with, like, Terrence McKenna. I am familiar. Yeah, and so I've, like, I've gotten very into, like, Terrence McKenna. <laughs> and, like, I just think that he's, like, very... He is a really good way of articulating, like, these experiences and just, like, human experiences and all this stuff in in a way that, like, I don't think I can and, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. can't. But I just remember, like, he said something about, like, every blip on the radar is accounted for and I guess that's oh yeah like the person I was tripping with like said that to me in that Mm -hmm. moment where I was like okay everything matters and like I think that's what Terrence McKenna meant by Mm -hmm. saying that is like Mm -hmm. every speck of like dust or whatever every like leaf that falls to the ground like every moment everything is in every moment yes like because everything is connected like the only thing like this is where it got like really powerful for me it was like because everything is connected because we are all part of the same thing the only thing that we have is this moment right now and like honestly like talking about it is like kind of making me like tear up and like I usually like you know like that's how powerful it was like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was um that sorry I gotta like feel that catch my breath Mm -hmm. because like smoke and stuff but yeah um just that Again, as somebody who is very stuck in my head and like looks to the past and is, has been very depressive before and stuff, mm-hmm. people have always, you know, it's a cliche to be like, you know, everything, only this moment, this is all you have, like that kind of thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when you've spent most of your life like feeling depressed, you're like, okay, whatever, like that means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But then like I had this experience where I was like, holy shit, like 
really truly all I have is this moment like the past isn't real the present's not real the past Mm -hmm. and the present like what is it it's all the only thing that there is is this moment right now like two steps back that moment's not real like it's only this moment and for me that was like so powerful it was like again talking about like getting hung up on like day-to-day shit and it was just like or being able to decide like I'm not going to be in a bad mood about this it was like when we only have this one moment why would we waste it like yeah why would we spend it nice. being upset like I don't know like that was really powerful for me um yes. I'm trying to like articulate yes. it more mm-hmm. here's You're the thing it's it. like keep exploring like I said when I was on the trip I felt like I was channeling something because Mm -hmm. when I was tripping and I was talking about this like everything is all one it was like it was just like flowing out of me and then it's like you sober up and it's like you don't really have the words to Mm -hmm. it's in a lot of ways it's an indescribable experience Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. words don't do it justice in the moment I felt like I was able to like explain it but coming back I'm just like you know words just kind of fail I feel like and it's I don't know it's crazy. I just remember thinking, like, since we, like, you know, only have this moment and, like, if every single thing matters, that just, like, again, everything I do, whether I get, like, upset at somebody or whatever, it's, like, that matters. Like, that's so important, like, how you treat mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. how we treat the world, mm-hmm. how we treat the environment, how we treat animals, like, mm-hmm. how we live as people every day. Every yes. single decision you make, it yes. affects something because again like we're all connected and we're all part of the same thing and so you know it's like a ripple effect butterfly effect or whatever like and when it made me kind of think about like well not on my trip because I was like beyond this during my trip but like Mm -hmm. afterwards just kind of you know you think about your past and you think about like a certain event and you can see all the ripples of like how that led you to here how that led you to there blah 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 how that led you to this very moment right now and how maybe without that experience, you wouldn't be where you are now. Like, that kind of thing. And just, I don't know, maybe I'm getting, like, tangential here. But nope. It's, you're all, you're all p- parallel and tangent. You're every direction <laughs> that is the right direction. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, that was, like, spiritual for me because also I was feeling that oneness and that connectedness and like I don't know how else to describe that like it sounds kind of underwhelming I guess Mm -hmm. if you're describing it to somebody who's never experienced it but like (laughs) you know what I mean like you've been there before it's oh yeah it's like I felt something that I have never felt before and it was so real that I walked away from that experience and I honestly had like anxiety for like a week afterwards just because like it was a beautiful, amazing, like most, the shrooms were the most profound thing I've ever experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. But for me, as somebody who, while I'm like open to that stuff, I've never like walked around like saying like, I think that is what it is. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I feel spiritual, blah, blah, blah. Like I've always been like, I'm like, I'm an atheist or I'm agnostic or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like, right. I don't know, like I had like anxiety for a week, I guess, because like, I felt like my whole worldview was just, like, shattered, basically. (laughs) Like, not in a bad way, but it's just, like, you know, that's, like, a jarring experience, even if it was Mm -hmm. changed in a positive way because it was just, like, so different than what I assumed. Because I guess, like, I've always assumed that, I don't know, when you die, like, nothing happens or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I would say that that experience 
because also I have a lot of anxiety about death. Uh-huh. And I'm sure that somehow roots in like my childhood with like my brother dying. I mean, everybody has anxiety about death, but it's like a big anxiety for me, even in my daily life. Like mm-hmm. I literally like worry about like dying like a lot. Wow. And I feel like doing shrooms. Stressful. Yeah, no, it's, it's incredibly stressful. And I feel like it depends on like my mood and stuff, but I feel like shrooms uh, sort of like softened death a bit to me, I guess, because mm-hmm. I felt like in that moment, it's not like anybody explained it to me or anything in that moment, but I sort of, because I felt that connection and that oneness, it felt mm-hmm. like maybe when we die, this this is what happens. Like, we never really die, I guess, mm-hmm. is what it felt like. Like, Beautiful. Our, like our physical body, of course, ceases to exist, but this consciousness in me, that thing that I was experiencing that I felt separated from my physical yes. body that I felt yes. connected to the rest of the universe like yes. to me what I felt in that moment was like maybe this is where it goes maybe mm-hmm. you know because we're all connected even you and I right now like yeah. we're separated by our bodies but like yes. we're part of this collective consciousness I guess is what yeah. I felt that like even though you and I are two different people yeah. shrooms like made me realize that like we're actually the same basically yeah. you know what I mean like, oh yeah like here on earth we're two different people but strip all that away and we're just one thing yeah. basically yes and that was insane for me <gasps> like that like radically oh. just changed yeah. my view of like people and the world and like I said it like mm-hmm. softened death to me somewhat but you know when you experience that oneness like talking about how that relates to other people it like makes you again like experiencing self-love and stuff it makes Mm -hmm. you like want to radiate that out to other people because it's like Mm -hmm. in a way like when you love other people it's like you're loving yourself too and like I don't know how to explain it but it's like you it makes you feel like this deeper like kinship with other people I guess because it's Mm -hmm. like you realize that we're all the same like we're all one thing like and I, I have you read I think you've mentioned before Be what? Here Now oh Be Here Now was like my first so, like spiritual book so basically. I read that I read that book when I tripped on acid oh. and like wow. uh, you know like there's that big section in the book that's like all the pictures and stuff uh-huh. and like I feel like that book before I had tripped like I would have thought it was interesting but like I would have been like I don't know what to do with this kind of thing <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah. then like I read it while I was tripping and it was just like everything that that talks about like I would say it's you know it's definitely written from like the perspective of like a western like Christian person kind of like being opened up to these ideas I would say like that's Mm -hmm. kind of his audience Ram Dass but like so like I would say that I didn't fully identify with that like Christ stuff in there Mm -hmm. but like the Mm -hmm. overall thing about like uh that like God is everything that like mm-hmm. you and I are mm-hmm. God like right not exactly. in like an egotistical way but right like, exactly God is like this God is everything. God is everything God is this yes. collective consciousness God is this stick on the ground like God is yeah. that chair in my room or whatever yeah and, like, God's this like, sick ass paddleboard that these people just got yeah out. like that you know God is that paddleboard <laughs> and it's like to someone who's never experienced that it's like it sounds absurd, you know, yeah. like, but like when you do experience that, it's like, it's the most like beautiful thing yeah. ever. Like, I mean, you can't put it into words, just like 
how, you know, I'm talking about like feeling connected to like a chair or a paddle board and it's like, that sounds ridiculous, but it's like, <laughs> it's incredible, you know, it's like, it's it amazing. really makes you appreciate like nature and stuff more too, because it's like, you know, you just feel this harmony and connectedness to the world around you more. And I think that especially like as Americans and like Westerners, we're very like individualistic and stuff mm -hmm. and like, you know, that to feel that like it kind of shatters like everything you everything that's shaped the way that you think about the world and stuff like that and just that like I don't know talking about like self-love and spreading that to other people and wanting that to radiate and stuff it's like that shroom experience like really made me feel that like feeling that connectedness with the universe and that oneness with everything it was like why would I not want to treat everyone and everything with the most like love and respect that I possibly could like because everything is everything is beautiful everything matters like you know like I feel like that's kind of what it came down to I don't know yeah right I'm trying to think I feel like that was like the main I mean that's like a big takeaway obviously like these were my first two trips so I feel like I dipped my toes in my fucking whole world got like turned upside down you know like <laughs> Almost or, or right side up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My whole world got turned like right side up. Exactly. And so, I don't know, like ever since then, like I did shrooms back in February. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, like I've just been wanting to like trip again. And like I said, like I feel like it turned me into a psychonaut just because I had these experiences and I saw the surface of this. And it's like, I just want to know more. Like I want to understand the universe and myself and existence and everything more like it just made me like so curious and you know it's something that I really like respect to like right. I, in a way it's like medicinal almost I would say like it's you know it's healing it gives you a different perspective like I don't know like it's the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life Wow! My friends, you've heard it here, well, I don't know how many interviews we've done at this point about this, but you've heard it here, again, that these experiences are extremely powerful and extremely healing. And when used with intention, have the ability to fully, completely change one's life. Exactly. For the better! For sure. Almost always for the better! Can I add? Oh my gosh, well, add! Well, what I was gonna say is like, when you say like, use with intention, I was saying like, they're kind of like medicine, like, that's kind of like what I was saying is that like, when I went into my trips, like, I tried to be very prepared and like, kind of understand potentially, like, generally what's gonna happen. You can't predict it, but, you know, just going in with this mindset that like, this is a teacher. Yes. Like, this is a, like, a sacred experience, if you will. Like, respect it. Like, don't... I mean, people can, I guess, use, you know, shrooms and stuff however they want. But, like, for me, it's like, I so far have enjoyed just approaching it with, with caution and with curiosity and, like, with this openness of, like, what can I learn from this experience, I guess. And I would say that if you want to have, like, a transformative experience like that, like, I feel like it's good to go in with that like open open mind open heart just like 
let it take you where it wants to take you, where you need to go. Like, don't be, don't be super careless just because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But, right, right. But, like, for me, like, I was afraid to do it, and I had nothing but incredible experiences. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Beautiful, beautiful message out there. Now, lightning round, Taylor. Okay. Do you think that there are, uh, do you think if people focused on kind of experiences like this, learning about themselves like you are, do you think that a lot of the world's problems that we're seeing right now potentially could be solved from the inside out instead of from so, the outside in? I, that's an interesting question and it's something that I've thought about a lot like as before I tripped, like, I became, like, increasingly, like, radicalized, like, mm -hmm. far left, mm -hmm. basically, and I would say that I feel like that experience has helped shape how I felt on shrooms, where, like, I thought about, like, why do we live the way we live? Why are we so divided? Like, why don't we just live in harmony? Like, as cheesy as that sounds or whatever, but I guess to, like, answer your question, I don't think that I think that on an individual level, um, and maybe then collectively, these experiences can help heal and transform, obviously, but I would say that it's not a substitute for systemic issues, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, just, like, capitalism and imperialism and, like, war and stuff like that, like, I don't think that if everybody did shrooms, I don't necessarily think that that would, like stop that because there are people who do shrooms who were an asshole before they did shrooms and they're still an asshole afterwards Ooh. you know what i mean like who are those people um well s some people i've known personally <laughs> i would say um but i think that i think that while they are powerful and transformative i don't think that it's some like golden ticket to solving humanity's problems i think that that is short-sighted. Do you think that those people, did they have the type of intentionality and curiosity? I think the person that I'm talking about, specifically that I know, I think that they think they did. Oh. But, like, beyond that, like, I don't know. And, you know, I, I, I think, I will say that I think that psychedelics are something that everybody should do. Like, mm -hmm. assuming you can safely do them and you're not going to, like, Mm -hmm. you know, not have a really bad experience. But if you prepare and you go with the right mindset, I would say that, any, I mean, nobody's going to, like, die from mm -hmm. psychedelics, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's something that everybody should do, and I do think that it would help. I think it does help people, like, treat each other better and, like, treat the world better and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was almost going to say... So uh, I would say it goes in tandem with, like... Yeah, right. It's it's a part of... It's, it's a, a part of the, of the of the big old puzzle piece. Yeah, it's a piece. As yeah. you kind of mentioned earlier about just the idea how it makes you think of how you interact with other people and how they interact yeah. with you, though every interaction counts towards healing the world and making no, it a better place. No, it does, place. for sure. I think that... I think that shrooms and psychedelics have a bigger, can have a bigger impact on like, sort of like the micro level and have that kind of translating outward, but I don't, yeah. I think that there needs to be, you know, major systemic change to actually 
fundamentally like restructure the way the world works because yeah. at least for me when I did shrooms I was like the way that the world works like capitalism especially it was like this is not this doesn't seem right you know right, what I mean like right. this deep feeling that it was like this is wrong this is deeply right. wrong and it's like deeply like against what it is to be human what it is to exist on the planet earth and in mm -hmm. this universe and stuff and so it's like I don't know it's kind yeah. of getting off on another subject, I guess. Yeah, but. totally. It's just like, I'm just uh, exploring just uh, the the idea, because to me, a lot of it is, uh, and, and I know that I personally, when I talk about this, it's one of those things where I'm like, and just so you know, like how I'm talking about this, it's not the, the full picture. Mm -hmm. It's not, I can't articulate it as well as some other people can, yeah. for sure. But like, just how you had this entire shift inside yourself mm -hmm. and that you are now kind of it sounds like pretty dedicated to learning more about yourself bringing yep. that curiosity For that sure. that type of um like care mm -hmm. will then be reflected out and of course just like how sometimes when I like look inward and I go oh gosh I'm not perfect damn yeah. it <laughs> I'm not perfect. I can also go outwards and say, yeah, this ain't perfect. Actually, there's some things not looking too hot right now. No, for sure. And uh, that that change can take a while. There can be oh, big yeah. moments of change. And uh, Yeah, even if you have like an epiphany like I did, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, a year later or whatever, it's like I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to integrate that in my life right. because it's hard you know right real life is like there's just all this shit and I know? think and I think what I what I one one thing that I really try to get at is almost just as you were talking about the uh, the identity can be a very potentially damaging thing yes. to the self yes I think I also agree. the identity can be really uh, damaging to the outer oh, world sure. and the thinking mm -hmm. that when I think that I know exactly what is best, that it can be a disconnecting experience. For sure, and just else. like that, just kind of any individualistic attitude type mm -hmm. thing, I think, of like, like in some ways having a strong identity, I think, is good, especially if you want to like what be, about, a, be a force for good and what stuff about that what about a good, sense of self what about a strong sense of self and well, self identity no exa I guess that's a better way to put it yeah mm -hmm. like a strong sense of self and knowing like what's what's important to you and what you value and like how you affect other people in the world and stuff mm -hmm. and you know using that for good yeah I love that okay Taylor next li lightning round okay I have been on a sexual healing path mm -hmm. And how have these experiences affected your sexual journey? I would say that they have made me more comfortable with myself uh, as someone with like low self-esteem in general. Like mm -hmm. I would say that psychedelics have made me worry less about lots of things, including things about my appearance or mm -hmm. things about just what people think about me if I say something dumb if I do something dumb you know mm -hmm. kind of just chilling out a bit mm -hmm. about that and then I would say that also like I guess for me like um sex is something that has always been very 
in a way spiritual I guess like mm -hmm. before I was even spiritual like yeah. to me like when you can deeply connect with another person that way like we talk about like God or whatever like I think mm -hmm. that to me in my mortal coil that experience when yeah. you're really connected with somebody in that moment that is about as close as you can get to God I think like wow. because when we're talking about that like connectedness with other people mm -hmm. you know you can only get so close to somebody mm -hmm. and I feel like in like a sexual experience when you're really connected that is as close as humanly possible as you can be with another person physically mm -hmm. and if you have that emotional thing there you know that's even more powerful and so I would say that psychedelics have like just increased that for me I guess like nice. like you know the the person that I'm dating like has also done psychedelics and so I think that and they like think about this stuff very similarly to me and they kind of got me like thinking more about this stuff and like into it um and so I feel like we kind of look at the world similarly and we look at like sex similarly and stuff mm -hmm. and so I feel like it just f helps fuel like that connectedness basically like yeah. I don't know it's like really powerful like it's like almost like sex in itself almost I think can almost be like a psychedelic experience in a way mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if you think about it yeah so I would say that that's how it's impacted me is just making me more comfortable and making me feel more like connected and appreciative of like my partner and stuff like that yeah wonderful wonderful it just sounds like a just a enhancing connecting oh, yeah. experience all around yeah it's like you just look at the world and live your life through a different lens it's like putting on glasses or something uh -huh. like and you can see all these details really and appreciate glasses. them like yeah. that you couldn't before uh-huh uh-huh wow i love that i love that i i will say that i've had uh this experience um semi-recently i think it was about a month ago where i was on mushrooms and uh it was near like i don't know the third three-fourths of the way through the trip uh, and my partner and I were making out and I experienced this almost making like making out or like just like making like love to like the universe oh yeah and and almost to myself I would get yeah. flashes of almost oh, yeah. holding myself in this experience going inward to the, the it was like a yeah. portal to the, this other realm, it was almost, it was kind of similar to the realms I've been on on DMT, ayahuasca, um, and just kind of like behind the veil-esque stuff, and uh, and then almost, and being able to almost like kind of x-ray vision, like through like my eyes being closed, and like our mouths like connected, mm -hmm. like holding each other, that was like going through her like being. Okay, no, and that sounds... Yeah. That sounds sick. Like, that sounds like, <laughs> no, that sounds like amazing. Like, yeah! Like, I was going to say that, like, I I have not, like, had sex on shrooms or LSD yeah. just because I haven't, like, I haven't been comfortable doing that because I'm still, like, so new to the experience. It's uh -huh. like, I want to, I also have a lot of shit to work through, so I'm kind of like, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, this yeah. out, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I'll go there. Take your time. But I would Take say that, like, uh, after, like, especially in the few days, like, after my trip, like, when I had sex, and even now, like, it's, like, looking at, like, my partner it's in a way like you said it's almost like 
you have this experience of interconnectedness and it's almost like you make love to yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and that's not like, not in a selfish way, but it's yeah. like, because no. we because, are the same, it's yes, like you look at this person and yes. you see yourself and it's like you hope mm-hmm. that they look at you and see themselves and it's just like yep. this beautiful like experience of like oneness where you know, I, I feel like people hear like, oh, it sounds like I'm making love to myself and it's like, that's weird or something if you've never experienced <laughs> that. But, but no, it's like, it's so beautiful. Like, yeah, it's like you have this just deeper appreciation and connection because you yes. feel like you are, you feel like you're the same. Yes. And you feel like you're one person and when you have sex, mm-hmm. like that allows you to get closer to that, mm-hmm. you know, that feeling and that mm-hmm. space. So Amazing. That I've never experienced that exactly, but I, I, yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's something where I think you know, like so sober. Like I kind of I've thought about it. I've I've like you know I've kind of like experienced things like that mm-hmm. almost. But that was the first time where yeah. I was like another there. dimension. Yeah. A portal has been has been no, that gone gone through. And it, and I and I always and it was just so. I mean, I mean, it was it was amazing yeah. that at how much it also what came up for her. She she talked about this experience of our heads kind of like spiraling upwards, but and then also experienced felt like this block in her like root chakra, if you will. Oh, really? And like she's been doing uh, like incredible like healing work. Uh, like of sexual trauma, mm-hmm. and it was just showing almost that there's like, oh, yeah, still work to be done there. Yeah, you know, kind of a thing. No, so it's yeah. like, wow. Well, it's amazing wow. that that experience you know? can show you that. Yeah, you know, like it gives you a peek, and that's kind of like what happened on my experience too. Like not necessarily sexually, but in general, it's like you're like that's what I mean when I say like, oh shit, like there's a lot to yeah. unpack here. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh my gosh! Wow. Woo. There's a lot to unpack yes. here. That's that is correct. <laughs> uh, Taylor, is there anything? Is there anything else for now? Um, I feel like this is we have we have now done one full loop, full my friends, yep. around, around Green Lake way. in lovely Seattle, Washington. That was about uh, three miles. That really? Was about three miles. That did not feel like three miles. I know, right? It went pretty fast. It was a good little walk. It was a good little jaunt. A little John Torino. So yeah, any 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 final words? Um, any any uh, I don't know. Kind of like final things on those that are trying to love themselves more. Um, I guess. Can I say like try psychedelics? Yes, you, you can say that. I would say that um, if you're like me and you're somebody who has struggled like your whole life. I mean, you don't even have to be like me. You should still try them. But yeah. like. Specifically with my experience, like somebody who's experienced like trauma, who has had um, a rough upbringing, who has had a lot of ups and downs in life, uh, like really profound ups and downs, um, just who has struggled a lot in life and who has like low self-esteem and who, I don't know, you kind of heard my story, I guess, so far, but if, (laughs) if you relate to that experience at all, like I would say that psychedelics could really open you up and open doors for you to like start healing and start understanding yourself and understanding other people and just like if you're like anxious like me just help you like chill out basically Mm -hmm. like help you get more of a handle on like your anxiety and stuff like that 
I mean, I really can't say enough like good things about my experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think you have to do psychedelics to love yourself. But I think when you're someone like me who has had all these blockages preventing mm -hmm. you from loving yourself, mm -hmm. I think that it's an experience that can help you like shed all of that and break through that blockage mm -hmm. and really like be, you know, a, a decade or two decades of therapy in like one night or something. <laughs> You that, heard that's that what I would one say. to two decades of therapy. I don't know. That's probably an exaggeration, but I I've don't been, know. I've been going I to therapy the first time. You I've know, been going to therapy off like and on lifelong. since I was like thirteen. Look at that lifetime of therapy since thirteen, and nothing has ever even nothing even you can't even compare the two like psychedelics. Right. I mean, sure, psychedelics may, or my therapy maybe helped me reach somewhat of a point where I could get that much out of my experience, yeah, but yeah, 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 in yeah. terms of, like, where I was before my trip and after, like, pff, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't even, it's different, just different realms. And you of, did it when you were uh, 26, I believe? Is that right? Uh, I did LSD when I was 26, and I did shrooms when I was 27. There we go. I'm 27 right now. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Just for the context for those yeah. uh, that are of uh, a similar age range that might... Um, uh, 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 relate to being like, oh, maybe the time is now. Maybe yeah. listening to this episode, the time is now. Yeah, I would say that if you feel like, if you feel like the time is now, especially then the time is now, I would say. There you go. Like, I think if you've been curious about it and you have done some research and you know how to approach it, like, you know, safely... Um, then I would say that the time is now. I would say that for me, I feel like there was a couple times where I had the opportunity to do psychedelics and I was like, no, not right now. And then I got to the point where I felt good and I happened to get psychedelics at the same time and I was like, this must be the time. And yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, if it feels like, if it feels like the time, you should, you should go for it. There we go. Okay, well, Taylor, thank you so much. Yeah. This has been incredible. Again, we had no idea that this episode was going to happen no, today. No, but it's fun. And it's super fun, and thanks for helping the world. Yeah. And tell your story um, so vulnerably, and uh, it's, it's what helps me and others know that they're not alone experience for sure and that right there I would say is that something that my trip taught me is that I'm not alone and I'm never alone and I've never been alone boom like boom. any emptiness I ever felt or anything like it's no like I've always been whole no matter how broken I felt yes psychedelics made me realize that I've always been whole and I've never been alone so oh oh, oh man okay Taylor is there a <laughs> is there like a tagline Actually, do you just want to say, like, <laughs> you know, because, like, I say, love yourselves out there. What what, what tagline do you want to make up right now? My tagline? Yeah. Damn. Um, I don't know. Just, like, just chill out and, like, stop worrying and just be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself. Like, if you can't, like, love yourself yet, if you aren't, if you aren't able to feel that or say that, just start by being gentle to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Like, treat yourself like you would treat a good friend. Um, and I feel like that is a starting point, Boom. at least. Taylor Welling, 2020. <laughs> Until next time, friends. Love, man. Well, that was just 
fantastic, wasn't it? <laughs> the magic of going on a walk and talking about the absolutely important things. It's one of my favorite things to do in life. And I was so glad that Taylor and I were able to spend that afternoon together. And just to hear that her levels of self-love have raised so much higher than they used to be. As a, as a friend of mine, it's one of the greatest gifts to help, to help someone find more of that within themselves. And so that they find that it's, they have the power to do so. A lot of times in my relationships, I, I find the ways in which I can just help show people the way, as in just maybe like open a door a little bit. They have to step through, but I'm able to see certain doorways that can be a benefit to, to someone. And so anyone out there that is listening to this and feels as though they're ready to take the next step for themselves and uh, needs a helping hand along the way, please schedule an amped call with me. We'll find the ways in which you're wanting more fulfilling life. That you're wanting that that peace, that abundance of, of healthy relationships and to find work that drives you. Create a life in which you believe that anything is possible. Because that's the world I'm living in. And I didn't, and it didn't used to be that way. And I'm so, I'm so happy that I'm here. I'm grateful every day and it's magic all the time. So thank you for listening. I'll catch you next time. Loves you, love yourself. <laughs> Loves yourself. <laughs> Love yourself out there. Blast into self-love. The journey to revolutionizing your inner world. The online course by Seth Pearson of Love Amped is available now at loveamped.com. In this program, you will evolve to a fully self-compassionate version of yourself by identifying and growing in self-love areas that have been holding you back for years, maybe even your entire life. We will learn about the concepts surrounding emotions and how to address those emotions through journaling and self-reflection. We will face our fears to transmute them into positive thought patterns that stick for life. All this in 15 easy-to-understand sections with videos, journaling, and exercises for you to try at home. Blast in to self-love. The journey to revolutionizing your inner world. The online course by Seth Pearson of Love Amped is available now at loveamped.com. This was Love Amped, a podcast by Seth Pearson. 
Check out loveamped.com for more info on today's topic.